0: everybody welcome back to another episode of the right hook ray podcast this is right Hook race talking to you so this is episode 16 <laughs> we're here for another episode of awesomeness this week um following what was a very positive feedback from episode 15 with the fellow good brother to talking about wrestling wrestling stories and in, in life um Ironic, this is crazy. It's still crazy to me that I actually get email for, for this show at rhrpodcast1 at gmail.com. And one of them I'm going to read to you. I'm just going to dive straight into it, you guys. Um, it's from, it's from Deshaun. Deshaun in Detroit sent an email. There's a couple of them that were the same, but this one really stood out. And I'm just going to read it right quick. I'm reading it off my phone, so bear with me. It says, you right, hooray. <laughs> Appreciate the show. I've been following the show since episode 10. <laughs> just stumbled upon it while searching through Spotify. It's crazy to see somebody just start the show. All, all women do it. So kudos to you, bro. Anyway, I was listening to episode 15. And it's crazy how I one how I'm not alone in some issues. Family shoes. Currently, I'm dating my girlfriend now for four years, and I currently don't get along get along with her older brother either. We kind of have tensions and beef and rift, but we don't really address it. We just kind of act cordial to each other around family functions and the holidays. Sounds about right, about normal. <laughs> now, what do you do to eventually just get over it? What is your relationship like? Relationship like. Relationship like, relationship like with your girlfriend's older brother, what did you do? or What do you do in this situation? Appreciate the show. Keep up the good work. Stay grinding. Keep your head up. Just know that brighter days are ahead, and that you're not alone as well. Peace, peace to Sean. Sean from Sean from Detroit. <clears throat> Sorry, I was shaky in the voice there. First of all, thank you to Sean for emailing the shows. Just a crazy thing someone actually takes time to listen to me <laughs> and listen to the show, and email the show. Um, me and my girlfriend's brother don't have really an issue. We actually go on. We're pretty cordial. Uh, he's kind of off in his own world, but as you heard in the last episode, kind of his own deals. not always the best deal, but it's his own deal. Uh, we've never really had tension. Beef is probably mild disagreements on just, again, on how he raises his son or, I guess, my nephew. Um but it's a big family and I'm kind of a small branch on a big family tree. So it is what it is. But overall, we really don't beef like that besides that subject. Um, and probably another subject that I just, I won't talk about here because it's not my place to talk about it. No um, one never be my place to talk about it. My um. <clears throat> best thing to do, man, is uh, if you can get his information, phone number, just text him, say, yo, man, uh, I got to talk to you about something, you know, it's important, and you guys just hash it out, talk it out, go from there. That is just me to head on. Uh, I'm learning that right now in my current situation with what I'm going through too. Um, you just got me to head on and uh, put essentially put the ball on their court and let them know that you're willing to meet them halfway on something. And it, you know it's up to that person to want to resolve the matter if they want to or not. In essence, um, you know, just meet head on and squash it. You know, squash it in a in a grown up manner since you know we're not in a cafeteria hanging out with our friends at our cliques anymore. So we can't handle it that way anymore. more. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, just be cool, just air it out, and go from there, and still be cordial be cool that's all you can do about it um, but thank you for emailing the show continue listening to the show continue emailing the show it doesn't have to be about heavy stuff either man you can send in questions and comments about anything <laughs> anything and everything keep it real with you so you know, so don't be don't be a stranger keep commenting emailing the show about anything you really fucking want to you know we appreciate the love and support man so th- thank you Sean for listening to the show <clears throat> all right What we're going to cover on today's show is going to be a couple of NBA trade scenarios I've had brewing in my head, Um, recap and follow up on the last episode, because keep it real with you guys, man. There's been a lot of, been like a tsunami of feedback and just amazement with that episode and what it meant to some people and uh some follow-up on it there's gonna be more of more of the good brothers on this podcast. Um dance that yeah we're gonna or I will dive into that a little bit more uh potentially and um I gotta get into it. Fact I'm learning how to be a good segue guy here. I'm learning on the seat of my pants. I got another email from I think this is my first female listener too. This is nuts. Uh, from Rachel in Maryland said, Hi Rayhood Gray. Uh, a co-worker of mine was listening was listening to your show since about episode three. I overheard him listening to the last episode, the Good Brother episode. There's a great episode covering a lot of subjects. You guys are really down to earth real people. I've been listening since about episode five with him, (laughs) and I've noticed you cover wrestling, basketball, life, and other things, and he seems like you're about a normal down-to-earth real person. (laughs) Down-to-earth real person. Don't mind the background noise, guys. (laughs) But... (laughs) But I've noticed you don't cover hockey or baseball. <laughs> is there a reason why? Do you not watch? Do you not have any interest or desires? If so, what is your favorite hockey team or baseball team? And if so, what is your take on the Baseball Hall of Fame not having any inductees in this year? <laughs> thank, thanks for fielding my question. Continue to go to work and grind on the show. Keep your head up and keep going. Rachel from Maryland. <laughs> Whoa, Rachel, thank you for being the first female <laughs> female to send in a question to the show. That's my blowing for me. Um, I love hockey. I love baseball. Um, it's hard to feel and follow things when there's not much going on. Um, baseball just keeps breaking my heart every time you turn to it. Hockey, I keep up with here. I'm not as hardcore as I used to be. Um, I'm a diehard Pens fan, Pittsburgh Penguins fan. So, um, baseball, I'm a diehard Braves fan. If I had a second team, it would be the New York Mets. Um... I just haven't had anything that's popped off for me to cover until the the no Hall of Fame induction this year thing. Um, Since you framed it so greatly for me, Rachel, we're just going to get into it. Um, Major League Baseball strikes again with breaking my heart and just really no Hall of Fame inductees. Uh, I had to pull up the list on my phone and I saw the usual suspects no bonds and Clemens because the voters and writers that are on the committee are just bitter and butthurt and won't let those two guys ever get in um we're insane um I'm amazed Omar Fiskel barely he just missed 50 percent how does Omar Fiskel not not get into the baseball hall of fame you know, model of consistency, good, clean stand-up guy for the Cleveland Indians. How's he not getting into the baseball hall of fame? Scott Rowland, how's he not getting into the baseball hall of fame? Same thing. Um you know, Kirk Chilling, I get is another shaky character. And I know he said, don't put me in for next year. Um just nuts, man. I don't know what baseball is doing. I don't even think baseball knows what baseball is doing. Um to look up some other names. Uh that were in that were I'm gonna look the findings that were not that were over 30 percent. Okay. Look at the Billy Wagner, great closer for the Astros, how is he not even getting in? Todd Helton, clean stand-up guy, not getting in. Gary Sheffield, Andrew Jones, yes, I'm biased as a praise fan. How the how the fuck is Andrew Jones not getting enough votes? Not even getting near 15% votes. Uh Jeff Kent, Manny Jeff Kent. And that's it. Other guys that are on the ballot this year were Manny Ramirez, Sammy Sosa, Andy Pettit, Mark Burley, Tory Hunter, Bobby Abreu, Tim Hudson. Okay. Andy Pettit should have gotten into Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. I get it. it's his first year, so they're probably making him wait. Burley, I get it. Tory Hunter, off off-field stuff, probably gonna make him wait, which is hilarious. They're gonna now have integrity when it comes to the Hall of Fame voting. Abreu, whatever. Hudson, whatever. Sosa, I get. They're going to punish Sosa, but not (laughs) Mark McGuire. I'm looking through it again. Manny Ramirez, I know they're going to punish Manny. Jeff Kent probably should have slipped in there. Sheffield should be at least in the 40 percentile. Just come on. I don't understand what these voters want. As far as this group and this upcoming pool of guys for Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, it's insane. I just don't get it. It's, to me, complete bullshit. You know, I've, I've lost count how many times Barry, Barry, Roger, and Kurt have been on the ballot, but they should have been in by now. I know why. I think we all know why the PED scandal, but they should be in. Um, I've always had the theory of when it comes to guys in the PED era that you go by their numbers based on before their alleged periods of usage of PED using. And if you look at Barry Bonds' numbers before his, before 1999, he's a Hall of Famer. Roger Clemens' numbers before his, his alleged usage of know, 1996, he's a Hall of Famer. Schilling's just a controversial guy. He rose people the wrong way, so it's a hit and miss. I get it. But Schilling's a Hall of Famer just, just off what he did in Boston. He should be in there alone. Um, Omar Again, I'm stuck on Omar Vizquel and Todd Helton. How are they not in? You know, Omar Vizquel is probably one of the ten greatest shortstops of the past 25, 30 years. How is he not in the Hall of Fame? Uh, Todd Helton was a, probably the face of the Col- Col- Colorado Rockies. How does he not get higher than 180 votes? I guess Sheffield's mixed into the PD period, but again, you got to look when they thought, I think it was what, the 2000s, they thought he started using. So prior to that, how's Gary Sheffield not in the Hall of Fame? God, I, Major League Baseball needs a total teardown as far as the infrastructure to make this shit right because they're leaving a lot they're screwing a lot of guys over as far as they're just due in, in, in their day in the sun as being, as being rewarded for all their hard work and their efforts because this, this is just getting out of control as far as not not giving the guys their chance and Billy Wagner should be in as far as closers and Andy Pettis should be in as far as a pitcher I get it's his first year hopefully that'll change next year when they do the 2021-2022 ballots so but that's my take on the you no know, nominees in the Hall of Fame ballot. It's some crock of shit, but it's good old professional baseball with good old boys trying to keep things in-house and prove that they can do whatever. Um, and it's only going to hurt the game. It's not going to make it better, but no one cares because it's all about them and their agendas and their propaganda and their stance. And that's why baseball's hurting more and more every fucking year. Um, so let's get into some NBA, you know, the NBA trade rumor mills picking up usually around this time of the year. You know, there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with Bradley Beal as there's been since the summer. Um, I'm one of this trade, my idea, Bradley Beal to Denver for Michael Porter Jr. As far as the extra pieces, I'm one of those people at this point, it doesn't really matter what extra piece is. You, you can throw in Gary Harris. You can throw in a Will Barton to even out whatever the finances need be for Bradley Beal's contract. As long as Bradley Beal's going to Denver, Michael Porter Jr. can go to Washington and really be the face of that situation. That's what it matters. Bradley Beal would be the, <clears throat> the quintessential cherry on top for that Den- Denver Nuggets team to really – establish themselves as a top five top three team in the west and especially be a he'd be a perfect complimentary piece to to uh to um to a joker out there in denver spot up shooter dependable reliable shooter un, unlike jamal murray who's kind of going back to old ways where he doesn't show up some nights but other nights he does with Bradley Beal. You know he's showing up every night. You know you're getting 25 plus every night from Bradley Beal. And with Michael Porter Jr. Washington can get a guy that that could be a Kevin Durant-ish like swingman 6'10 plus score that you can build around alongside with Rui Hachimura. And, you know, the rest of that young core group, and you can have a very long athletic young core group to build around. Just need to find a real point guard to help them with because Russell Westbrook's not going to be your answer. And everything could be good in D.C. as far as building a a young group to to look forward to, but not be competitive right now in D.C., um, I'm screaming for Lonzo ball to be traded because it's clear that it's clear that Stan Van Gundy is not gonna do him any justice down there and down there in the big easy. Get get him out of New Orleans. Um, so I'm saying trade Lonzo and JJ Reddick to to the Bulls. That's right, the Bulls. Help out Zach Levine and get Zach Levine a floor general, a guy that can set him up and get him easy buckets. Put Lonzo next to Zach Levine. The the transition points and the fast break points will come, and if you and if you put Zach Levine at the three spot, maybe and put JJ Redick at at, at the two, you can space the floor more out there in Chicago. Maybe the Bulls get better to be a six seed. Maybe even push for those play-in spots once the once the playoffs come. And then, and then, in and then in return, the Bulls send Scattermanski and Otto Porter down down to New Orleans. Give Stan and Gundy defensive minded players and length. That's kind of what Stan likes: defense and spot up shooting. Those three guys can do that, and give Zion some more space to operate. And. I just want P.J. Tucker free because Houston clearly not going anywhere fast. If you send P.J. Tucker to Brooklyn, great. He gets to reunite with, with James Harden and Kevin Durant. That's awesome. Send him to Dallas. I'm, I'm all for, going for him going to Dallas. He, he can be another small ball five that you can put on the floor with Kristaps and Luca, And he can be another enforcer for Luca that helps Luka out. He can be a great defender that, defender that can also guard three in the four and the five spot up create be and be a great corner three specialist help out that mavericks team that needs a little something right now get them out of their funk or their bad spot that they're in in dallas so can't hurt i'm sure there's one crazy tree that we're not seeing coming i know as a raptors fan i know there's one tree coming that i'm not expecting um uh, i hope it's not kyle lowry but if it involves kyle lowry i'll have to deal with it um fingers crossed fingers crossed either in a trade or in a buyout toronto gets andre Drummond because lord knows we need we need a big man up there in toronto right now so wait and see. As far as the All-Star game goes, I'm against not having a game. It's okay not having a game this year with everything with COVID. Um, I think that's the wise thing. Give, give these guys the week off or the week and a half off to rest and reboot and recharge and come back for the second half season stronger, especially if that was kind of hinted and guaranteed to them that they would have that week off to kind of just reboot. Recharge the batteries. We really don't need the game in the weekend as much as the fans will love it. You know, it's okay if we don't have it for one year. Uh, So hopefully, Adam Silver doesn't make the the fatal mistake of having this game played, and he just gives them instead the the ample time off that all the players will need to re to to rest and come back and give us a fun, entertaining second half of basketball that we all want and and we all need as sports fans to. To be to be entertained during during this very trying time that we're all in, so. Well, let's get to the crazy feedback now that we got from our last episode, the Good Brothers episode with me and my good brother TL. Um, first of all, thank you for all the feedback and the craziness that we. That, that myself and, and T.O. got from it um it's a lot of what I do is you know, fly in the seat of my pants we just hit record and went um there was a lot of emails that, that were similar to to the one from the one from the the one from Deshaun asking is there going to be more the answer is yes there will be more episodes with, with him um similar to that layout and format. Um, As to when we're going to figure that out and sort that out too, Uh, it's it's crazy. Um, In fact, dare I say, there might even be a spinoff where it's just us doing that layout and format. We are talking about doing that too. Just calling it, we haven't gotten that deep but there could be a spinoff podcast with just the two of us doing doing that kind of podcast about wrestling in life and just being transparent being real and that and that's kind of what we both wanted so but you know it's it's episodes like that that are going to make this podcast go and episodes like that that we want you engaged and you involved so keep sending in your questions and comments to rhrpodcast1 at gmail.com and we'll keep you and you'll get those those kind of episodes man and we greatly appreciate it um but until next time this is a bit of a quick episode until next time i'm right hook ray and signing off saying thank you and you guys take care peace out